Greetings, welcome, and good day. You are now tuned into the 11th episode of the Season Bed Podcast. I'm so happy you can make it to another chapter of this show. This week, we're joined by a retired Coast Guard corpsman turned education advocate. Latine Slate joined the Coast Guard immediately after graduating high school in 1990 and has been dedicated to a life of service ever since. She always knew she wanted to work in the medical field, so becoming a health services technician was an easy decision for her to make. While in the Coast Guard, she was constantly expected to work in leadership roles that exceeded her rank, even when there were higher-ranking people around to fill those roles. Her grit and work ethic are what always pulled her through the tough times, even when those tough times were brought on by the challenges of single motherhood. Nowadays, Latani can be found using her grit and work ethic to help families with special needs students at Full Potential Education Advocacy and Consulting. And that's why I've titled this episode, Advocate, Educate, and Empower. Friend! Hello, how's it going now? Hey, hey, how are you? <laughs> doing good, doing good. Hey, thanks for taking the time to uh, meet with me today. You're welcome. Look, hey, audience, I, br- I broke her away from the church for a second, so... Uh... <laughs> Jesus, forgive me. <laughs> he will. He will. He knows my heart. Yeah, that's right. right. That's right. We're good. That's what's up. Absolutely. Uh, uh, before we start, is there anything you would like, for, is there a name you would like for me to call you? Latanya's fine. Is Latanya fine? All right. All right. Latanya. Thank you. <laughs> Latanya, what is your connection to the service? My connection goes back to my dad. Come on. So my father, he's retired Army, and my stepfather is also retired Army. So I didn't grow up with my dad, but um, I grew up more so with my stepfather, who was Army. So that, and then, of course, I got military all through my family, all the services, and I'm the only Coast Guard. Wow. So are they, like, ashamed of you because you are? No. (laughs) (laughs) Look, let me tell you, when I was a kid and we were stationed at Fort Hood, and it was like pouring out, raining outside, right? Mm-hmm. And I asked my mom, I said, I said, is he out there and all that? Because he was out in the field. She was like, yep. I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> nope. I mean, I had no dreams of going to the military at that time anyway. Right, right, but right. still, when I remember that, and I remember, you know, the soldiers, you know, what they call them GIs, you know, at that time, yeah. carrying around their, you know, their... Those um, rucksacks. Yeah, I was Ooh, like, Lord. I was like, uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> so when it came time for me to make that decision I was like my dad was like why don't you think about the army no thank you I will not I didn't even think about the coast guard I was like army was totally out was totally mm-hmm. out wait so you saw uh, your dad working in the porn rain and you were like no to the army but you joined the coast guard Look, I get so much flack because I'm from the mountains of North Carolina. Okay. So there's no water other than a lake, right? Okay. That's the closest water. So I always get, what made you choose the Coast Guard? There's no water. I'm like, right. well, you know, I mean, I, I was going to go to college, but mm-hmm. my mother was a single mother at that time with three of us. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm just trying to get up out of here. You know, I want to be a doctor and you know, and then the dude comes from Charlotte, recruiting center from Charlotte, comes yeah. to my school all the way up in the mountains of North Carolina, <laughs> tells me about the Coast Guard, asks me what I want to be. I said, I want to be a doctor. And he said, well, we have uh, HS, you know, and I'm like, you can, uh, and, you know, you can go to school and da-da-da. I'm like, okay. I was like, yep, I'm out of here. Right you on. know, I was 17. My mom, she had to sign. I turned 18 in boot camp. Wow. Mm-hmm. You had a boot camp birthday? I had a boot camp birthday. You didn't tell them that, did you? Or did they not? No. Oh. Of course not. Why would I do that? 
that. Right. They make... I had already been in there for almost, uh, for over a month. Yeah. Why would I do that? I already knew what they were doing. Right. To us, but I'm not telling them nothing. <laughs> no. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No. Mm-mm. Happy birthday, Latanya. Guess what we got for yeah. you? <laughs> Get out. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm not doing that. Motivation, dedication, doing it. <laughs> no. Good. So yeah, I turned 18 in boot camp. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> so a long line of uh, military personnel. Yeah. Mostly Army. You're the only Coast Guardsman. Mm-hmm. All right. Army, Air Force. My aunt retired from the Air Force. I had a cousin who was a pilot nice. in the Air Force. He got out. He didn't finish up. I think I, my co- other cousin was in the Marines. Okay. Yeah. My son is now in the Army, too. Come on. Yeah. So. Y'all doing it. The whole family. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It takes all types, all right. <laughs> it really does. It re- you know what? I think if I if I didn't have my upbringing the way it was and knowing the military, I probably wouldn't have moved in that direction. Right on. You know, it wasn't my first choice, but you the know, exposure. Yeah, it, yeah, it opened yeah. your your eyes to the what the experience could be. Yeah, mm-hmm. gave you mm-hmm. another option. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you can't call them. Pr- Look, have you ever met someone in the military that wasn't crazy? No. See, so it's not just your family. <laughs> it's everybody's family. Yeah, yes, there's something. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. They don't stop when you get out either. No, <laughs> and that's why they, that's why we give VA benefits. We're exactly that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so your first uh, choice of branch of service, not the Coast Guard. Nope, it was actually the Air Force. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. My ASVAP wasn't uh, high enough. That's what they say. It yeah. probably was. Yeah. yeah. But, uh-huh. but I, so Coast Guard became it for me. That's what's so, up. Yeah. Either Air Force or Coast Guard. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm going to go blue no matter who. <laughs> My favorite color. Heard so. that. Heard mm-hmm. that. How do you feel about your time in uniform? Does any particular period stand out to you? <laughs> 20 years. I got a lot of time to stand out to me. But I, I, you don't have all day and neither do I. So... I, there, you know, boot camp was a big eye opener for me. Of course. Um, you know, I was athletic when I was in high school, so you know the which you know, sports? I, I was track. Come on, I ran track, Come but on. I didn't do that distance stuff. So when it came down <laughs> to that run, girl, you talking about? And plus, I spent and I didn't know how to swim either, believe it or not. <laughs> I could swim, but you I joined swim. the branch that required a swim test. Yes, yes. Look, <laughs> but let me tell you, I spent my time in the pool. You know, when everybody else was out there running or, mm-hmm. um, you know, doing this and doing that. Yeah, they treated me pretty good, though, because, you know, when it was time for me to do my swim test, I was like, you want to get in the hot tub? Yeah. <laughs> Hopped in the hot tub, got out, did my test, I did good. But then when it came down to that run, boy, I think one of the people they had to say, said, grab my shoulder, almost there. I grabbed his shoulder, he took off running. I thought my legs about to break Lord. <laughs> And then he's saying, let go. I had to let go. And then get across the foot. I was like, shoot. I about died. You got but... carried across the fish line. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So that was, you know, just making it through that. That was tough for me. I mean, and I, I didn't, that was athletic and stuff. So, but it was still tough. But I got through it. And so that, you know, I was like, okay, I could do right this. Right on. Yeah, I could do this. Did you have a little more muscle once you left? Oh, yeah. I was still weighed like a, a what? A buck? Buck nine, buck ten, you know, soaking wet. I was skinny, but I was 
was all muscle. All muscle at that all point. Yeah. Muscle. Yeah. Yeah. You'd been doing push-ups for two months. For real. <laughs> right. Push-ups, running, you know, all kinds of craziness. But yeah, so that was, you know, it kind of gave me a boost that, okay, I can get through this. And I was not about to do another eight weeks or four weeks or whatever. I was not getting reverted. There was, that was not happening. You didn't get reverted? No. Good for you. No, because I had to pass that swim test or else I would have been. I was like, no, I was not doing it. You know, motivation. I heard some that. Some the motivation to get it done. So right. I got it done. Yeah. But as a person who did get reverted. <laughs> <laughs> Good Look. for you, though. Good for you. Look, I wasn't trying to be there no longer than I needed to be. Right um, on. No. Not happening. No. Um, yeah. So, no. Uh-uh. uh-uh. I'm a little jealous now. <laughs> You mean it's folks that don't get reverted? Um, and you were one of them? Mm-hmm. Good for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, but... Yeah. How do you think your experience could have been improved? You know, if I had a better um, relationship with my father early mm-hmm. on in my career, mm-hmm. I think it could have been very much more improved because, you know, he did 20 years, or 27 years, actually, in the Army. Wow. So, you know, so he knew the ins and outs, and, you know, and I think that I would have called him more and stuff, but our relationship did not heal and blossom until later on in my career. Um, So I definitely think that talking to him, because I did, after we did become a little bit closer, I did talk to him more. But by then, I had already, you know. You were grown. Yeah, I Look, I was like, I ain't asking him for nothing. That's where it was. You know, I ain't asking him nothing, I ain't asking for nothing. Right on. But it would have been helpful if we had that relationship. Yeah. You know, kind of really a mentorship, so. a guiding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I wasn't lacking in that area. I don't. Right. Well, at least not. No, I wasn't lacking. I won't say I was lacking. You weren't was, lacking, but it could have been better. It could have been better. Absolutely. I feel you. Absolutely. Especially from someone I knew I could trust. Yeah. So my dad, he would have been, you know, great. It would have been nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Tell me about a time. When you experience something, either good or bad, and you know that you experienced that because you're a black woman. <laughs> okay. After, look, after two decades, you got a story. At least one. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> so, and this was in boot camp. So, in boot camp, I was like the um, the yeoman of, of our company. Well, well, come on, yeoman. Yeah, I was yeah. a yeoman. So I had to go over to the battalion adjutant, you know, I forgot why we had to do that, but we had to go to the battalion adjutant, da 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 There was a, um, a brother, I don't know, I think he was either chief or senior chief, probably, I think probably a senior chief, because I think, yeah, I think he was like a senior chief. But we had to go to the battalion adjutant. Mm-hmm. So um, I went to see him, and this was like about the end of boot camp, you know, we had already gotten our orders and everything. Mm-hmm. And so um, he asked me, he said, where do you have orders? And I said, Coast Guard Cutter Hamilton. All right. And he was like, okay. Like, well, he says, one, he says, you're like a siren. I said, What's that? He said, you know, a siren, like, you know, like the, like the mermaid or, you know, ocean, like sirens, like yeah. they called. So he says, so as a woman and, and being on a ship, mm-hmm. he says, you're going to either, you can either be a bitch, a whore or a slut. I hate all of this right now. Mm-hmm. Immediately. I don't like it. And I said, I guess I'm going to have to be a bitch. Right on. <laughs> he was like, okay. And I was like, and that has stuck with me. It stuck with me through my whole career. As you can see, I'm, I've been out for like since, what, 2010? And I still think about it. Thank you. And, you know, but that was like, I was like, okay. I hate it. 
So I got I guess I got to choose what it is I'm going to be right now before I go to this unit cuz you know I've never been on the ship before. I never been, uh what about Hold 15 on, I'm sorry. Women? I, just, I just thought about something. Aren't a whore and a slut the same thing? You had three options and two of them was the same. Oh, hold on, hold on. Back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up. Back it up. You're right. It was a bitch, a whore, or a dyke. Oh, okay. There we go. The other one. Look, I had that back there. I told you, it's been a long time. Look, it took me a second, too. I was like, wait, yeah, you're right. I was thinking about the options. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I was like, yeah, I guess I'm about to be a bitch. You know, I was wow. like... You know, I mean, why did it have to be one, one of those three? Why could not be something options. else? Exactly. You know, because I was going to a ship of a little over 200 people mm-hmm. um, with, what, 15, maybe 15 females on it, including me. Wow. You know, so. I hope for the sake of the ship, it was just 15 bitches. <laughs> Look, it I was hope. not. <laughs> oh, wow. But. All right. You know, I mean, that's when I learned how to, what, you know, when they said crush like a sailor. <laughs> That's when I learned how to curse like a sailor. I mean, I was like, I'm just going to have to be what I have to be. But, you it's know. little country girl from North Carolina learning how to curse for the first time. No, I wouldn't say that. Uh, no? I was a little angel when I went <laughs> I wasn't an angel. But, you know, that whole situation was, like, totally new to me. You know, that, like, threw me back, especially because it was coming from a black man. Yeah. That that's what, I don't know, maybe he was telling me that to prepare me for something. Right. You know, and I, I look at it and I'm like, I get it. But dang, 18 year old girl and, and never, you know, hadn't, yeah. hadn't seen anywhere outside the United States, you know. Just swam for the first time. <laughs> just swam, just kept her head above water long enough. You know, this is what you're saying, you know, but, you know, I appreciate it in a way because it was motivation again. What an introduction, though. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wow. It was motivation. I have to try to look at the side of this, what he said, as trying to prepare you for what's to come or what what may come. I feel know. like a little more tact could have been used. Absolutely. Yeah. But here we are. This is 1990, okay? Oh, tact. so that, that was all the tech that 1990 had to That's offer? That's all that was there. That's it. That was it in the military. And I was lucky I got that, I think. Wow. Honestly, I I believe I was lucky that I got that much. In the 90s? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm mad. Mm Mm-hmm. That's when they used to, they could beat your tail. They could take you down in the bolster hole. And, and, I mean, not women, but, I mean, they, the rules were there, but. But they were highly ignored. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Because it was tradition or it was, it was, you know, everybody. You know, this is how everybody did it, you know, right. or said it, or whatever. So, it was there, but mm-mm. hate it. Mm, that's <laughs> what it was. That's what it was. And, and I, I do. I don't believe he said that to any of the white yeomen. I know he didn't say it to them. There ain't no way in the world. No, I don't. I'm pretty sure he would would not have felt safe or comfortable mm-hmm. saying that to any other demographic exactly. except you. Exactly. Yeah. No. There's a certain amount of, I can get away with this, mm-hmm. that comes with, yeah, I hate that shit. Mm-hmm. So, LaTanya, <laughs> when you brought complaints up to your chain of command, do you feel like you were heard? This... I'll have to say it depends. Okay. It depends on what the, who the complaint was about. Oh, wow. Plain, I mean, I didn't complain a lot, but, you know, if I had an issue with somebody, mm-hmm. you know, and I say, hey, this is what, you know, what's going on. Mm-hmm. 
well, you know, this and oh, that, you know, let's explain it away or mansplain it, you know, because... They came up with excuses for this person? Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, excuses. Yeah. yeah. Until that person complained about me because I, I was like, I either cursed them out or I was about to beat their ass. I mean, so honestly, that, that was it. I mean, because... Oh, now you want to say something. I already told you what was going on. When I complained about him, it was like, let me explain this. Mm -hmm. But when he complains about me, Mm -hmm. like, it's actual action being taken. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. No, I mean, I never got in trouble for stuff like that. But still, it's like, you know, and and the the times when I did complain about somebody, it was more, it it was usually about another woman. Okay. Another female. (laughs) That's, you know, another female. Okay. Yeah. When it came down to men, I, I didn't really go to my command. I went to people that I knew that were senior to me, black men or women in the Coast Guard, mainly mainly men, because I, like, I think there's only like one black female that I really um, would talk to when mm-hmm. I was younger. Um, and as I got... I mean, but how many black women were you actually exposed to early in your career? Here... I was exposed to them in the military, but I didn't really know them. Not a whole lot at all. Exactly, not a whole lot. There's not a lot Mm -mm. of us that exist Mm -mm. in in the capacity of the military. Yeah, there's there's no real talking, um, you know, and building a you know camaraderie between Mm -hmm. black women in the Coast Guard because there's so few of us, and wherever we are, you know. If you know West Coast, East Coast, North East, (laughs) I mean, it's like you know we're all over the place. So right, right. So, yeah, they rarely put a lot of us in one place. <laughs> Unless you're in D.C., Virginia. Oh yes, yes. Those are the two main places. Or maybe New Orleans. And even there, there's not that very many, not, you know, not many black women. Mm-hmm. Or there wasn't anyway. So, but it was here. That's why I, I knew I was exposed to most black women. Same. Mm-hmm. Honestly. In this area. In the beginning of your career, when you needed guidance and mentorship... Were those resources provided, or did you have to seek them out? I had to seek them out. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, there were people, the people that I met were here in the Virginia area. The people that that mentored me, or that I could call on if I had a question about something, and I met them here. Mm -hmm. And no matter where they went, I could still call them. Right on. No matter where they were. Where I was, I could still call them. And so that was, that was a blessing to me because it was so few of us. I mean, I mean, I was stationed in Yorktown. I'm walking down the sidewalk and I see this brother. He's coming the other direction. (laughs) And we're like, you stationed here? Yeah, you stationed here? Where you work? Black people. You know, I mean, it was literally like that. Yeah. You see somebody and it's like, wow, you know, all right, all right, I see you. Yeah, Okay. Look, yeah. not not much well, has changed. Yeah, <laughs> so it, it was it was crazy, you know, because you you likely did not see too many of us any in one particular place. So the people that I that I've met in the coast, I'm still friends with them today. I mean, we're like family. Tyrone, for one, you know, <laughs> you know, and there's other people that are shouts out the there, master chief. You know, there are people that I'm still friends with that were senior to me that we're Facebook friends, we're friend friends. I love it. Yeah, they helped me grow up yeah. in the Coast Guard. They helped me grow up. They, so you sought out your your mentorship. You sought out guidance. Mm-hmm. Well, that kind of segues us into the next question. That that is, were you purposeful about building your village? Have you been able to make friends with other Black Lady veterans? Mm-hmm. 
Sounds like yes. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Unfortunately, it was more male veterans, mm -hmm. black male veterans, than there were um, black female veterans. I mean, I'm still friends with one of our first in the Coast Guard, right black on. female. She she was a first, and we still cool. And every up. time I, I go to something, and she's there, she's <laughs> everywhere. She is everywhere, which is cool because everybody knows her. That's um, she's retired. She was one of our first. She's good people. So we're in contact. Even the women that are still in the Coast Guard that mm -hmm. I met that are senior now, they're either officers or they're chiefs or they're, you know, mainly officers and chiefs because you know, I came up early, mm -hmm. but I'm still friends with them. So nice. it's like, when are you retiring? You know, so we're still <laughs> keeping those connections going because we do consider ourselves family. We do have that commonality. Absolutely. Um, we have things in common, like the Coast Guard and, mm -hmm. you know, some of the experiences that we may have had. There's still that, there's still a break in, in that, you know, <laughs> that closeness. Right, right. So I've always kept my circle small, so. Right, right. Look, <laughs> so that's just, that's just how I am. I've always kept my circle small. That's protection. That's self-preference. Mm -hmm. I get that. Uh, also, this is my own assumption, uh, maybe what's contributed to you having a lot of African-American male friends is that you've just been exposed to more. Mm -hmm. Like in the in the military, you're just exposed to more men and more mm -hmm. black men than you are exposed to black women. Mm -hmm. Like you've had more opportunities to make friendships with, with a, a certain demographic, and you've had less opportunity to make friends with African American ladies. Yeah. I mean, honestly, how many black women did you work with over the years? Yeah. Probably not a lot. No, I yeah. think that most black women at one time I've ever been uh, stationed with and and really close proximity was when I was on the ship. Okay. And that just, that whole situation rubbed me the wrong way. Um, so that, that kind of tailored my view on things too. A little you got bit. into it with a sister? No! Look, it wasn't even that. Just, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I, I'll tell you that story shortly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll keep it brief, you know. Hey, look. Take all the time you need. Like, I told you, I'm going to, like, cut out what, I'm going to cut the fat. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> the Coast Guard Cutter Hamilton. I was meaning to ask this earlier because I don't know where it docks and gets out of. Where is that stationed? Uh, the Hamilton that I was on mm -hmm. is decommissioned. Okay. Yeah, I was on the first Hamilton. Come on. Yeah, it has been decommissioned. It was a, the sister ship, ship to the Chase. Coast Guard oh. Cutter Chase. Okay. Yeah. So. And where did those? Where, where did it come out of? Where did it? It was... came out of Boston when I first. Okay. I uh, reported there, and then we moved home port from Boston to San Pedro, California. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Like, y'all switched coast. Okay. Yep. Whole coast. <laughs> Whole coast. Yep. Y'all really did guard all the coast. <laughs> yep. All the way around. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, yeah, that was, that was interesting. Yep. When so. did you uh, finally make your way to uh, Virginia? Uh, let's see. I came to Virginia after Corman School. Okay. Um, yeah, so in 93? Yeah, 93. Oh, yeah. you're a Virginian now. Mm. All right. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely a Virginian. I've been here. I've been stationed here, what, three, four times? So This is home. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a transplant. Yeah, rooted. You know, got married here, all that good stuff. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. Corman School in the 90s. That was still Petaluma, right? Yep. Right on. So some things never change. Mm -hmm. Petaluma, yeah. Right on. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tanya. Latanya, I'm is That's it, fine. Either one uh, is fine. Like, let me know. I don't want to call you nope. something you don't want. Mm -mm. I'll right. let you know if you're calling me something I don't want. But that's good. Tanya, <laughs> Latanya is fine. All right, Latanya. 
can you tell me a war story? A story where you were tested, but you came out on top. <laughs> Ain't the hero. Oh, war story. Give me a Superman moment. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Super okay. Superwoman. Superwoman moment, huh? <laughs> wow. Look, mm. I, being, you know, being a black lady, you've got a lot of you've got a lot of war stories. They may not seem big to you. They may not seem like wars or even battles. But like, yeah. uh, anytime that you've been tested and you came out on top, that's a win. Mm -hmm. And we're we're gonna count it as a win mm -hmm. because it absolutely is. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I look at you know, I, I became a single mother while I was in the Coast Guard. Okay. Um, and it was, I mean, eh, I could say it wasn't a choice, but it was a choice because I didn't do what I needed to do to prevent it from happening. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was a choice. I really feel like two people made that decision. It wasn't just, <laughs> <laughs> well, I had more control of the situation then, you know, but it, I wouldn't change anything. I would not change anything. Nope, 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 nope. Right on. But yeah. Um, so, uh. Yeah, I became a single mother in the Coast Guard, and that was probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to do by myself. My goal was always to make sure my son looked straight. That's what's up. Always. That's what's and up. And that he saw a strong woman, because, I mean, my mother was strong. Mm -hmm. I mean, she had three of us, you know, so I always want him to see a strong mom. That's what's up. Whenever I had to stand duty or something, you know, I got or stationed in a new unit and mm -hmm. I had to stand duty. Yeah. I wasn't a whiner and I, I'm, I've, I've never been a whiner. <laughs> I've never been a whiner. You know, I always tell the, the command, look, I will happily stand duty. I will happily do whatever I need to do if it's my job. Mm -hmm. And even sometimes if it's not my job, if it, if it makes sure the mission gets done. Right on. But right I on. will not leave my child with just anybody. Right on. Come on. I will not. <laughs> right. So either y'all got to wait until I find somebody that I can trust mm -hmm. to keep my kid mm -hmm. or you do what you have to do. So I was willing to, you know, if I got to, if you got to give me a page seven, you got to do whatever, then do that. But right I'm on. not going to leave my kid with just anybody. Right on. And so, I mean, that was a non-negotiable for me. Love it. Non-negotiable. You know, because my commands, and I, I was really blessed in this respect, because my commands, they knew my work ethic. I'm not bragging on myself, but, you know. Do it, brag. I gotta get, if it has to get done, it's got to get done. Let's get it done. I ain't got to like you to get it done. Right on. We can, we can beef later, but we got to get it done. You know, but because they knew that's how I was and that, you know, I, I was dependable, they worked with me and I appreciated that. That's what's up. I think for me, that was my, that's my war story. That's my ultimate war story because my son is, you know, he's 25 now, about to be 25. <laughs> so he's not a baby, but you know, that was my, he was a big motivating piece of my life in the Coast Guard to make sure he was straight. Love I don't it. care what they done. They could have done anything to me. <laughs> don't mess with my kid. Mm -mm. I love it. I love it. If I had to go work at Wendy's because y'all <laughs> kicked me out because I wouldn't. What? Okay, fine. Whatever. He was going to be straight. And now this is a grown man who knows his mama's got his back. That's right. That's what's up. He knows, he knows it. He knows his mama will put her foot in his behind. <laughs> no, bro, you picked the army. I go, is that do what you're supposed to do? You know, I don't play with that. No, I don't play with that. No. Love it. No. Love I, it. Yeah, I passed pass my strength on. I got to pass it on to him.
Look, I'll probably never meet him, but I, I know for a fact. You his favorite person. <laughs> I better be. <laughs> yes, you, you his favorite person. Through. She got me got gray hair all the time. More gray hair. I better be his favorite person. Well, he's married now, but I think she probably his favorite person. Right, you're but. one you top two. And sometimes you're not number two. <laughs> no, she's supposed to be number one. <laughs> what rank did you uh retire as? I retired as Chief Corman. Come on. Big Chief. Come on, anchors. Yep. I'm with it. Do you feel that the way you were treated improved with rank? And do you feel that that improvement would have happened sooner had you been a different race and gender? Of course. What world are we living in? Yes, absolutely. I love the immediacy. I absolutely. Love, I love the no duh, girl. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, okay, as a seaman, I had respect. I don't know if it, it was because of just who I was and what, you know, because I didn't accept anything else. I mean, you chose, you're one of three. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> you're one of three choices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had respect. And as I went up in the ranks, I still require respect because I'm going to treat you the way you treat me. Right on. Or I'm going to treat you the way I want you to treat me. And if you can't treat me that way, then I'm done with you. Right on. But we still gonna get the job done. Right on. Period. Work ethic. You know. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's just how. I, and I'm still that way now. I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, hey, we gotta get something done. We gotta get it done. But I think that because, I mean, when my captain called me by my first name, yeah, I feel like that's respect. Honestly, I do. He would call me HS2, HS3, whatever it was, <laughs> in front of everybody. But he would call me, Latanya, hey, um, <laughs> what about this, this, and that? You know, when my admiral, and I say my admiral because I, I consider him as my admiral, <laughs> you know. You know, he was at the academy. Great, great person. But, but we're friends on LinkedIn now. When oh. he calls me by my first name... You know, to me, that feel, I feel like, okay, you see me as a person, not as just a rank. Okay. I feel like, you know, in coming up, I got respect mm-hmm. from the people that, in my opinion, that mattered. Right on. Because they were the ones that made the decisions. <laughs> like, if you're not doing my marks, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, they were the one. I mean, they were, they were the ones who made the decision. If there, was an, if there was an issue with my marks, I could say, Captain, do you agree with this? You know what I'm saying? I know. Did you ever have to argue your marks? I did. You did? Oh, mm-hmm. oh wow. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, they got changed. Come. Now that's changed. a war story, Latanya. Come well, on. You know, look, I done told you. It's Twenty years. Twenty years. I can't remember everything. I might until I start talking about it. You know. I'm mad I had to pry that one out of you. You got your marks changed. That is a win, yo. Yeah, they got bumped up. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's like, no. How can you, no. No, you stood up for yourself. Good. Absolutely. (laughs) That's just how it had to be. That's just how it had to be. I Um, love it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I feel like, you know, it changed for me, but not everybody has that experience. I think when we look at how people treat us, we have to take ownership, part ownership, and how people treat us. Because if you let people treat you a certain way, they're going to continue to do it. But if you, you know, I don't know who says, but you got to show people how how to treat you. You do. You uh, No, you're not going to talk to me like this. Amen. No, you're not going to do this. (laughs) You're not going to say that. You can't do this. (laughs) Policy says da-da-da-da-da-da-da. 
And I taught my son the same thing. You need to know policy. My husband and I both. You need to make sure you know policy. You better know what they can and cannot do to you. Right on. And that's how that's how I went through my career, making sure I read like, mm-mm, nope, you, mm-mm, you can't do that. I love it. Oh, this says this. You're supposed to write this, that, and the other. No, you're not gonna give me a four here, or you're not gonna give me it uh, because this, this, this. <laughs> you got me sit down and write out my uh, write out my bullets. Like uh-huh. you don't know what I did. <laughs> So, and I gave you all this stuff, and now you're going to give me this? I don't think so. In no. writing. In writing. I love it. Yeah. Because no. sometimes you have to get very technical with people. Absolutely. <laughs> don't ask me to give you something, and you're not going to use it. I'm like, I didn't give it to you. I didn't think so. No. Let me spell this all the way out Waste for you. my time. <laughs> Waste my time. Shoot. Forget that. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> Has there ever been a tough situation that you were in where another sister helped you out or a situation where you helped another sister out? And I know you didn't encounter a lot of black ladies. I didn't. I didn't. And so that's what makes it so hard to say yes to that question. But what I can say is that during a really low point in my life in the Coast Guard where Oh, my son's biological father, he, mm-hmm. you know, he left me with $3 and some change in my bank account. Trash. And no lights on in October. I don't like this dude. Yeah. Um, and my, my I'm sorry, son he's probably I, a better person now. Let me give no, him the benefit no, of the doubt. No, no, Oh, he's no, not? He's All not. Right. He's All right. not. He, hey, he, dude, you garbage, man. He's not. He's not. No, <laughs> no. Um, and my, you know, my, my, my two-year-old son and I are, are heating the house by the fireplace, mm-hmm. the apartment by the fireplace. Mm-hmm. I had, I, I wasn't expecting this, but, um, somebody, it was my chief. No, was it my chief? It was somebody in the clinic. It was either the chief or, um, it was somebody. I don't remember who it was. They gave me an envelope and in that envelope, there's $350. Come on. And that came from the officer wives club that was like i mean that like that just i was like wow i mean i cried i mean i was a big weeping baby um because <laughs> yeah it, it was it was something else so it was like you know it whether it came from a sister or it came from uh a, you know a white lady what it doesn't matter look it came when you needed it it came when i needed it yeah that's what's up yeah. that's oh my goodness yeah so, um, what a lovely story, though. Yeah, that that was a very humbling moment. And you were like, "How did they know?" Because because mm-hmm. once again, you're not a whiner. You mm-hmm. probably weren't telling anybody. Mm-hmm. They just knew. The only thing I, I did put in for a, a mutual assistance loan okay. to try to get some money to to get my lights turned back on. Dear God, my mom didn't even know. Girl, my dad did not know. Nobody in my family knew. I was so ashamed. Um, but whoever told whomever and they they did that for me so i was like okay i was i was very grateful i'm very grateful glad that somebody was looking out for you Mm -hmm. yeah single motherhood is not easy no no but so i it you know when i saw that and shitty baby daddies make it even worse Oh, girl. yeah when I saw that question, I was like, um, I just put parent community, you know, on, you know, I thought about it. I said my parent community, the people who, who looked out for me, whether they're black, white, otherwise, I, I had people in my life, no matter where I went, um, in the Coast Guard, you know, somebody became part of my community. Good. Tell me something you wish you had known before joining the service. That my body would be so racked after <laughs> leaving the service. I'd have stayed in the gym. 
look. I only had to swim once, and that was in boot camp. <laughs> no, but that's, I mean, that right there, if I had known, I'd have kept my, I mean, I was athletic most of my career in the coast. I just go to the gym because, Yeah. but still, I mean, it's like, really? And I, if, if I had known them doggone boots were going to kill my knees, and I mean, come on. I hope you are getting benefits for that. <laughs> uh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you want HS? Of course. Yes. Uh, well, HS is not. I'm, I was going to find... No. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, I, I do. I get my benefits. I get my two checks. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> if you can, mm-hmm. can you tell me about a time you learned a lesson that you weren't ready to learn? You may not have been ready to learn this lesson. Mm. So this is the one I, I had mentioned earlier that's how I would take you back. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I had to learn this early on. You know, being in the in the Coast Guard when I was on the ship, you know, I think that's it was about maybe four four black women. Mm-hmm. Including myself. That's about four of us. I'm gonna say that's, that's a lot for one. Yeah. Yeah, and we, we shared, you know, same burden area on the ship, you know. So okay. it, there was no black officer women officers on the ship. So okay. we were all, you know, they were all enlisted. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. All enlisted. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, um, you know, so I thought, I thought because we were, we had that in common, um, and that we were together. You know, I thought we were together. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I thought we could trust each other. I thought I could trust. And I mean, here I am. Gotcha. I'm 18 years old. Yeah. You know, 18 going on 19. I became legal in the Coast Guard. <laughs> you know. So, I, and so I'm looking to them because they were in before me and everything. Um, were they also like young in rank? The the highest rank was oh, E six. Okay, she was E six. Yeah. So this is, I mean, that's still mm-hmm. pretty young in rank. Depending yeah. on how fast you make it. Yeah. So and the rest of them, they were they were kind of in the same. You know, they were seamen or um or third third class that kind of thing. So right on. Yeah. But when when they stole from me. Oh man! Yeah, yeah, stole right out my locker. My bad for not locking my locker. I my hate bad. it. I hate but, it. But yeah, oh, that that really had me think. I was like, you know what? Okay, that is an so eye just opener. because you share the same race, just because you're a woman and a woman. Yeah. It don't mean I I can trust you. It doesn't mean that you know I'm going you know all it, skin it folk mean, and kin folk. Hey, Dang. say it again. I man, I hate it. I say hate it. Again. it. Oh. That was a lesson I had to learn early, and I'm glad I did because okay. it didn't mean I looked at all black women that way in the you Coast Guard because I didn't. You can't. You know, I had to take people as as they were, as they can. When I see you, this is what you're showing me. Okay, that's okay. Right on. So. So I, I had to learn that early on, and I wasn't ready for that because you know I came from Asheville, North Carolina. <laughs> okay, all right. It just you know it, small, small community. Yeah, you yeah. know. Did you ever figure out which one it was? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's the one you went to the command about, and they didn't listen. Oh, no, 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 no. no. That was a whole different. That was onshore. That was an onshore thing. Okay, and okay. That was a corpsman at that time when I, the one I went to the command about. Okay. But yeah, so no, I did not. Um, I didn't go to anybody about it. Okay. I didn't go to because nothing would have happened. Nothing would have happened. I know nothing would have happened. Because number one, I couldn't prove that she did it. Okay. But I knew she did it. Yeah, I knew she did it. Mm-hmm. Dang. And short of getting um, getting in trouble because I'm fighting, 
you know, because she done stole from me. I can't stand a thief. I'm telling you, I can't stand it. Same. same. Um, yeah. Yeah. I so you know, I, I I knew. I was like, okay, I see who you are. Did y'all ever run into each other again later yeah. on in the Coast Guard? Mm-mm. Okay. Never. She probably. Um, I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> probably did her foreign done. No, she probably. All right. Yeah. Something. She. Yeah. I I don't know where she went. All she right. was. Um. She was actually an engineer. Okay. From the engineer family, so I don't know what happened to her. I really hate that for you, especially so young in your career. Hey, it was a lesson that I had to learn. Right, right, right. I had to learn. I had to see it. Man, since you made it all the way to chief petty officer, Mm -hmm. do you feel that you were a better leader than the ones you had the opportunity to grow under? No. No? What? Not better. I won't say better. Okay. Because the people that, um, well... When you say grow up, grow up under, are you talking about my direct supervisors? Yeah. And stuff? Okay. Like the li- leaders well, you grew up under as so, a yeah, yeah. as a military person. Yeah, some of them. Some okay. of them. Yeah. Okay. Because I kid you not, I said even as an E five, you know, because E five is when you really start getting that a lot of responsibility. Yes. But I had it as an E three. I actually had it as a seaman. <laughs> what a seaman? Do you know who's in charge of the WQSB board and on her, in her unit? You just said a, a lot, lot of letters people. that I don't know because I, well, know, I was the, never on a boat. But. It's the, you, know, it's the, you assign people their um their general quarters billets. Oh wow! I did that as a seaman on my ship. Okay. I was the one signing people oh. their their spots and making sure they knew what they were supposed to do. Okay. So what seaman do you know? Well, that so, is a leadership role. Exactly. So you know, and everywhere I went, every rank that I had, I had a responsibility that was above my rank. <laughs> I did. I had a, a responsibility that was above my rank. And so, and being able to do that, it's like, okay, I looked at the people who did stuff that I thought sucked and was <laughs> crappy. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. Okay. So when I became a first class. Yes. My seconds and my third. I was like, yeah, don't come asking me a question if you haven't tried to look it up. <laughs> you know. No. I feel you. You know, so, I mean, I feel like I gained so much of what to do and what not to do. So, from some. Then there are others that just knocked it out of the park for me. Other senior leadership that knocked it out of the park for me was like, okay, I want to be like you when I grow up. (laughs) So, I I don't think I'm better, but I do believe I'm very close to where they were when they they retired or they got out of the Coast Guard. But you might be being humble right now. You might not be bragging enough. Look, I don't brag. I, I can brag. say that. It's, it's hard for me to do that. It's hard for me to do that. Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you who I am and, and who I am and how I am to people. And that is one of the things I am is is humble. Because I know I learn something from everything I go through. And that's how I try to look at it because, you know, I was like, I can't dwell in the crappiness of life. Yeah. Because then that takes my joy. I ain't trying to get on people my joy. I feel it. Forget that. Come on. That's yours. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Even my children. I was like, shoot, no, go away. You can't have it. I'm protecting my peace at all costs. I'm I'm protecting my peace from my children. Yes, from my kids. Yes. Shoot. Just because they yours don't mean, shoot, that don't mean nothing. (laughs) But, (laughs) yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I that's just who I am. I mean, I've never been a bragger. I've never been a boaster. I do what I do. You get the job done. Yeah, yeah. And I love to help people, so. That's what's up. Let me backtrack just a little bit mm-hmm. now. You did say that for each rank that you had, 
you had more responsibility than what the rank called for. Mm -hmm. So when you were seeming, you were doing things that were probably like E4, E5-ish mm -hmm. or better. When you were E4, you were probably doing E5, E6-ish stuff. Mm -hmm. All right. Did you get stationed with people that were also your rank that only were jobs that the rank called for? So if it was you and another E3, you were doing stuff that uh, higher ranking personnel normally do. Were you stationed with another E3 that only did the job of an E3? Yeah. Yeah. Why aren't you bragging more, Latanya? <laughs> I had to pry this out. I'm Come sorry. On. Look, I, I can only tell you, look, because I, I, I don't. I mean, like I said, a lot of stuff I don't remember until I start talking about it and just going through, you know, going through the motions, the, the memories, you know, how it was, <laughs> you know. You know, I love teaching people. And so if I had an opportunity to teach somebody else to, mm -hmm. to how to do it or how to bring themselves up, that's what I was going to do. You know, so when you were maybe an E4, you were mm -hmm. probably doing more than what an E4 is called for. Were you stationed with other E4s that did just their job while you were doing more? So, yeah. Okay. So, okay. At this point, I'm going to have to tell you, mm -hmm. you actually are a better leader than the ones you came up under. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what you were trying to get to. I'm look, look. I, I hate to be the one to break it to you, Latanya. But uh, you were wrong earlier. You are a better leader than the ones you came up under. All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Girl, yeah. come on. Look, I, look, uh, all right. All right. You're, uh, you're better because you had more experience in leadership. You're better because you were, I'm assuming, correct me if I'm wrong, not putting other people that were lower ranking than you in situations that you were in. And that is more responsibility than what their rank called for. Right, yeah. I, yeah, I definitely Correct me if that. I'm wrong. You're right, you're right. I didn't do that. I, I did not do that, but, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You're right. Look, let, let me... I didn't look at it that way. I'm, I'm gonna well, go ahead. You. I'm putting my foot down. I'm right. <laughs> you're right. Go ahead. You're right. I get that one. <laughs> now. Uh, okay. Yeah. Now, are there any <laughs> sisters in service that inspire you or have inspired you. And I do mean people, uh, sisters that you may have worked with, may not have worked with, veterans, active duty, it doesn't matter. Are there any sisters in service that inspire you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are. There are a few that I grew up with when I was like, in, when, I, when I was stationed in enforcement, like okay. I said, that some of our firsts in the Coast Guard. You right know? on. I'm just going to say her name, Spotwood, Lisa Spotwood. Yo, shouts out to Mr. Chief Spotwood. Yeah, Lisa Spotwood. I'm no, no, you can say her name is. loud and proud. She gave me an interview. Yeah, good. Yes. <laughs> She's good people. I yes, love her. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. She is definitely good people. So yeah. she, she is definitely an inspiration. Yo, um, you got to talk to her more often. Like, she is... She is hilarious. I mean, she is. <laughs> As I say, that's why I told you. I said, All right, Mary, we go to a function. It's like, hey, Lisa. Yeah, girl, we having this. Oh, you know, I see you there. You know, so. She yeah. is a hoot. I know she and is. You know, she's look, something else. She's funny. She's smart. She's like, I, I love talking to mm -hmm. her. <laughs> yeah, yep. Lisa Smart. Spark, yeah, Spotwood. Barbara Burke. Come I on. Mean, she was awesome. Um, she was like. She was that that person. She anyway. She would pull me to the side, Tanya, and, you know, <laughs> when I was uh, what E five E four, yeah E four here, and I don't know where she is right now to this day, but she was a good. She was good people. She is good people. She was um, like Coasty. Mm -hmm. uh, was she chief? She was a yeoman. Yeah, she was a chief. I think she went up to chief. I want to say she may have gotten to senior chief last time. Um, like, but I mean. Phew, 
Chief I'm Burke, shots out to ago. you, lady. Yes. Like, we we are over here saluting you. Not mm -hmm. literally, but you, you know. Yeah. Salutes to you. Yeah. Chief, Chief Burke. Burke. Yep. Yep. All right. Um, gosh, let me see. <laughs> Tony. I can't remember Tony's last name. Tony. What's Tony's last name? Oh, Lord. Tony was a DC. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. A so, damage controller? Yeah. A so sister? You, yeah. So you know she was in the world of the world of men. Lord. Uh, she yeah. was by herself. Mm -hmm. She was on an island. But she Tony, was just her. Mm -mm, she wasn't the one. <laughs> mm -mm, I love yeah, these these strong people, boy. I tell you. Uh, these these folks and I think Tony and I we kinda came up like like this, but DCs they moved a little bit faster. But still, Tony, good people. Yo, it sounds um, like you have met some badasses. Yes. I love yes, it. Yes. I mean, I can't think of any other names right now. But my my uh, sister from another mister, <laughs> people used to get us uh, uh, Pam. <laughs> what is Pam's last name? Good grief. I can't remember what it is. But we both from North Carolina. We both wear glasses. We both same <laughs> complexion. We used to wear our hair the same way. We're both corpsmen. You know, people used to get us mixed up all the time. Obviously, yes. And we're both lab techs at the time. So people used to get us mixed up all the time. Lord we, were, we actually would have come in the same time as Buddy when they were doing the Buddy thing. But yeah, but for some reason, I think she went came in ahead of me. But yeah, so look, I'm gonna just go ahead and say she could have been my complexion. Uh, Y'all still would have got your names uh, mixed up with everybody. Uh, look, I, I, I've been called that color, the color girl with the glasses. <laughs> my retirees, like, uh, yeah, uh, that does not narrow it down, sir. <laughs> this, this, this lady could have uh, looked exactly like me, and mm -hmm. uh, y'all's names would have been mixed up for each other because mm -hmm. y'all are both black ladies. Uh, that's in the, just in it. the Corman world, though, not necessarily so because it was. Oh, correct me. Come on. Very, very tight. Very tight. So if you were talking about a sister and a Corman, mm -hmm. you can't, you can't mix them up. Now, the okay. only people that will mix us up are me are white people. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. But, I was but the black people, we know who we are. Right. You know, we, you, there's no mixing it up. Right. Yeah. We can, we can tell black people from each other. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was like that color girl with the glasses, you know. Look, yeah. I had the opportunity <laughs> um, at my last unit to work with another, like we were both E5s at the same time. We were both African-American ladies. Mm -hmm. It only happened one time and I corrected that girl so quick. Like mm -hmm. she tried to call me by this other girl's name. Mm -hmm. I was, and I, I was like, I started filtering through the other uh, uh, white ladies in the office. I was like, uh, you, uh, 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 like I, I fucked her name up like four or five times on purpose. Like, cause here's the thing. You worked with that woman before you even mm -hmm. knew me. So you knew her name a whole year before you even met me. Mm -hmm. You have no excuse to be mixing us up like this. Yeah. So since you want to mix us up, I'm gonna filter through all the white lady names in this office <laughs> before I get to yours. Right. And we'll see if you call me by that woman's name again. Right. It didn't happen again. No, that's right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> let me let me school you right now. Look, so it's only we, two of us. It's like seven of y'all. Uh, it's yeah. gonna take me a while to list all. So if we mix enough names, we go mix them all up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Hey, tell you, you gotta treat to teach people how to treat you. Look, this one it, it didn't happen no more. There you go. There you go. There you go. All right, Tanya. Right. Let, let's say <laughs> you were just starting your life on your own mm -hmm. and you were presented with the chance to join the service for the first time. Mm -hmm. Knowing what you know now, would you still join? Absolutely. Oh, get it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I have learned so much from being in the Coast Guard, just being in the military period. Number one, I love the regiment, you know, to be a, a regimented, you know, situation. I love to know what am I going to be doing today, how it needs to be done, what is the goal, 
and I put that uniform on. But I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> I look. I'm gonna brag on me right now. Do so it. Just because you, you haven't done it enough. I yet. look good in my uniform. Goddamn right. I look great in my Come uniform. Come on. I look so good. I was actually in a poster for a recruiting poster. Come on. They bumped me up to an instant. I had the little <laughs> shoulder boys on, standing on the bridge wing of the bear with the binoculars. Yeah, wearing a whole book 19, you know. Yeah. Wearing some somebody else's rank. Somebody else's rank. Hey, it was just it was just foretelling the future. Yeah. However, I didn't get there. But Come on. you know, I almost got there. Look. I went to PA school. Right on. Yeah, so I almost got there. Right on. But still, you know, so I wouldn't change it. I mean, I learned so much. I got to see so many places um, that I never would have been able to see. I don't think I would have been able to see if I had stayed at home. Right on. I mean, by the time I was 19, 20 years old, I'd been to another country. I experienced um, Haitians, the beauty of the Haitian people. Right on. I experienced other cultures. So, I, yeah, I would do it again. Absolutely. Absolutely. I traveled. I cannot say it enough. Yes, I would do it again. (laughs) Would you still join the Coast Guard? Yes. (laughs) Because, honestly, well, I don't want this to be... To seem like it's a bad thing. I just think it's a lesser of... It's a, If it's a true thing, it's just a true a thing. A bunch of, you know, I'm not saying evil, but I think it's the better of the services okay. for black women. I think that if, you know, you can stand out, but you just have to remember to stand up. Right. Come on. I mean, and that's the thing. You can you can stand out. You're going to stand out because you're a very small group of people in yes. such a, a service where it's not very many black people to begin with. And that's okay. But you got to remember to stand up. Come on. So if you have the tools, you have the knowledge to stand up, you stand up. Come on. So, yeah, I do it. I do it. All Coast right. Guard would be it for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, Space Force. Uh, y'all don't get Tanya this time. <laughs> don't none of y'all get Tanya anymore. Ever again. So, <laughs> I might send y'all somebody, but it ain't gonna be me. <laughs> if you had a daughter or any young, impressionable black girl in your life that you cared about, and she was considering a life in the military, would you try to talk her out of joining? No. Okay. I've had it happen. Yeah, some of my son's classmates. Okay. Um, uh, one young lady, she wanted to go into the Coast Guard. She was thinking about it, and she wanted to talk to him about it. I talked to her about it. Um, she did apply. She For some reason, she didn't get in. I don't remember what it was. but um, Wow. Yeah. This must have been a long time it ago. Was. It was. Because like, we are was down bad, years. and we take yeah, everybody. It was years ago. It was like in uh, around 17, 2017, 18. Okay. Yes. Uh, I think it was a, a medical thing why okay. she didn't get in. But but absolutely. And I actually still say Coast Guard. If I, you know, I see young ladies in the ROTC mm-hmm. or whatever, I still say, look, that ain't the only uniform you can wear. <laughs> You know, I still say Coast Guard. I would love to mentor any young lady that's even thinking about it. Come on, I love it. I would love to because I want them, if they're going to go in, they need to go in equipped. Not wait until they get there and try to get equipped. They need to go in with some knowledge. I love it. Because there's no guarantee once you get in there that you're going to get what you need. The knowledge of how to navigate that whole organization. I love it. So if you're going to do it, Okay, you make the decision. You're going to do it. Okay, so now you need some knowledge about when you do go in there. And you need somebody who you can talk to 
while you're in there, whether somebody in there or somebody a veteran out. So you know, I, you know, I love it. Knowledge is not for me to hold on to. It's for me to Amen. pass on. <laughs> you better say so, that. <laughs> it's for me to pass on. If I know something that I, I know it. you don't know, I want you to know it. What what good is it gonna do me holding on to it? Thank you. You know, especially when it comes down to our young black women. Thank you. Period. Thank you. You need to know. Thank you. They need to know. Period. I mean... Latanya does not hoard information. I don't hoard information. As a matter of fact, I try to get as much out of it, out of my brain as possible. Okay? I'm still a paper and pencil calendar kind of person. So, look. It don't stay there. Love it. Pass it on. Recruitment and retention is down across all the branches and with all demographics. Black women are not excluded from that. This was true even before the pandemic. Why do you think black women are so disinterested in joining the military? I honestly think it's a it's a generational thing. Okay. And no disrespect to millennials, Gen Z, and all that other stuff, but I, I honestly, this is based on what I've seen mm-hmm. from those generations. Because of, I think, a lot of things like technology and all mm-hmm. that, I think yeah. that our kids, our young adults have lost grit. Um, Grind for jobs or the technology part of it or that piece. Okay, great. I'm talking about when you got to be in the the trenches and you got to work hard. You got to break a sweat. You got to make it happen. You can't sit and wait for somebody to come and tell you what to do. You got to go find out what you need to do to get where you want to be. Don't expect this person or that person to tell you how to get there because guess what they may not be team who you are i think a lot that 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 i gotta have it right now but it's not a priority i gotta have it right now i gotta have you know <laughs> it's just so much stuff in the generation so i think that when when we talk about you know why well, i don't want to join this organization or whatever because i might face well you will face racism sexism mm-hmm, mm-hmm. labels mm-hmm. all that's going to come but do you have the grit the grind the dedication, the um, the perseverance to do what you need to do to get through it. And to not to say no, you know what? Yeah, I see where you're coming from. I see what you're doing mm-hmm. and you're not going to succeed because mm-hmm. you're not going to stop me from getting from point A to point B because I want to be in point B. Right. That's where I'm going. Right. You're not going to stop me from that. I think these, the, the, these later generations... <laughs> are lacking in the grind. They're lacking in the grit. I mean, look, let me tell you, I grew up, I grew up, I was working at 14. I worked a summer job. I was that only... legal? Don't brag about that. <laughs> I had a work permit, so yes. I got called a nigga the first time in my life when I was 15 year old, 15 Christ. years old, working in a store where I went working from on the floor, stocking shelves, to working in customer service. Wow. As a 15 year old during wow. Christmas. Wow. Okay. Again, what a time! More responsibility than a fifteen-year-old should have, but I had it. Right. Then I got fired. Wow. Because they said I stole bacon. What the fuck? Okay. I'm mad. So, <laughs> of all the things that you could have been accused, thank you. Fucking bacon. Bacon that was given to me. Wow. By the cook after hours. Wow. Because it was left over. Wow. Come on. You know? But what did I do? Did I sit and I say, well, I ain't never done it. No. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you got to... 
the generations, it drives me crazy. You can out there and grind for what you want. It's okay. Well, I ain't working a job if I can't have a full-time job and make $20 an hour. Oh, so you'd rather work, have nothing and sit there on the computer or on Instagram and do a TikTok video than to go work at McDonald's and make $12 an hour just to have some in your pocket. That's crazy to me. Crazy. No, my mom and daddy gonna pay for my phone bill or, you know, it's like, really? That's what I think, you know, that all of that affects a per. Uh, I believe, this is my opinion, I think all of that affects a person's ability to persevere when, they, when they're faced with challenges. If you cannot persevere when you're faced with challenges, yeah, you're gonna have a hard time in the military. One hundred percent. Because it's all a challenge once it's you get in the military. It's all challenge. <laughs> They're going to push you to do more, mm-hmm. and whether it's pushing you to do your to be your best or be your worst, you're gonna get pushed. You decide if you're <laughs> gonna be your best or be your worst. So I mean, that's why I think retention is low. I think that's why um, when black women, especially women of color, are disinterested in the military mm-hmm. because they're afraid. They're afraid of what they're gonna face. They're not, I think there's a lack of being sure of themselves, being able of being able to handle it. You know, and I'm not saying people should just do it because that they should go in and, and endure it. No, not at all. Don't let that stop you from you know doing what it is that you want to do. If you see yourself as the first admiral, da 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 da, go get it. Go get it. Look. By the time I got ready to retire, mm-hmm. my attitude was, with God being for me, what can man do to me? So, I, I mean, I cared, but it was like, okay, and what? What you going to do? You going to kick me out? I'm a chief. I have, what, 19, 20, 18, 17 years in? What? Okay. If that's what you got to do, then do that. But if this is where I'm supposed to be, this is where I'm going to be. You better come with it, and you, you better. You nobody's gonna kick you out, please. No, I didn't. But you know, there are people that that were, you know, that there may have been some people that didn't like jerks. you. <laughs> of course, there are people who didn't like me. There are people being jerks, you know. But you know, it's like so. I think that's why women. There are a lot of women, especially women of color, who don't who don't come in. Younger women, the opportunity is there. You know, I I, I think there's fear that keeps them from coming in. Okay, fear. Fear of what? Like I said, racism, mm. sexism. Those labels. are legitimate fears, Lasagna. They are legitimate fears. They are fears. Yeah. And also uh, the fear of not having someone there that's going to guide you, guide them. That's you know, a, also a legitimate fear. It is. It is absolutely a legitimate fear. And I think that's where we, uh, you know, the veteran community, especially black women, we failed them. We have failed them. Come on. We have failed them. And, you know, and it's not saying that it's it's... We, we didn't do it on purpose. Right, right. But I, I believe we have failed our young women because we had we had the opportunity. We, t- we had the advantage. We took advantage of the opportunity mm-hmm. in one way or another. Whether we finished our 20 or more or whether we got out, you know, within five years, mm-hmm. there was still opportunity there. But the opportunity to help, um, to help mold and shape and, you know, help get them through those tough times because racism freaking is not dead. Right. It's not Sexism going anywhere. is not dead. It's got a very yeah. strong hold on everybody. Exactly. It's not going nowhere. The battle for our hair is not dead. You know, the battle for, you know, a lot of battles are not done. 
You are correct. But, you know, those of us who, who have battle scars, mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we, should, we should be mentoring them. We should have a, there should be a collective of black women veterans that are out there helping other black women. They say, well, okay, let me call so-and-so. Look, this is the problem I'm having. This is where I am. But at the same time, accountability on the other side of the fence. Take responsibility for your crap. Uh, Let me comment on this. Mm -hmm. You're right. There should be a better community of veteran black women. We deserve better for ourselves Mm -hmm. and for our future. But also... I cannot, we cannot beat each other. We, we can't beat ourselves up over that. You can't beat yourself up. I can't beat us up. Like, because by the time you leave the military and you know this from experience, you're so fucking exhausted. Mm-hmm. You don't want shit else to do with any of that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that takes a toll. Like that, that'll, uh, that comes in, in the form of not helping those coming up. Mm-hmm. And that's sad. It's sad that you're so beaten up. You're so worn out. You're so exhausted with time and experience mm-hmm. that you can't help those coming up behind you. So... Yes, we should have a, be- a bigger, stronger community, but also, I see why we don't. Mm-hmm. I, do. I agree with that. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I yeah. mean, and that's why I say it's it's not it's not like we 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 failed our young black women on purpose, right? It, you didn't um, try to. Look, <laughs> you you we, try and we probably <laughs> didn't even know how you know like like we didn't know each other when we were active duty. There you go. We don't know who who they who our young black women are, right? Because they're so spread out, we right. don't know who they are, right? Unless we know somebody who's still active, right? That knows somebody that you know that you, knows somebody. You got to be put in contact with people. Exactly. <laughs> it's almost a secret exactly. society. <laughs> yes, it really is. It really is. Um, so. You're right. We shouldn't beat each other up. And we definitely can't beat each other. We can't beat ourselves up. I totally agree with that. And I, I would not, you know, I, that's, this is not me pointing fingers at veterans. <laughs> because I would have to point the finger back at myself, too. I, yeah. Um, this is just saying that, you know, maybe that's something we all need to think about. Yeah. You know, how can we do this? How can we, how can we be a support to our sisters in arms? Right on. We work, look, we working on it for real. That's right, and this is one step. I, I appreciate you we doing working this on podcast. It. So for sure. this is one step, um, us one step out of many steps. But hey, it's a step. It's a step. It ain't a standstill. It's a step. <laughs> many but, steps lead to a journey, or whatever that hey. saying is. <laughs> I ain't never heard that uh, saying. But uh, okay, no, every journey you. begins with one step, or something mm-hmm. like that. I, um, oh, I'm gonna mess it up. <laughs> let, let me stop. Y'all now. get it. You <laughs> know what she's saying. Y'all know what I'm saying. That's right. You know what she's saying. If you were conducting this interview from where I am sitting, what question would you have asked you that I did not ask you? <laughs> I got it. Come on. <laughs> Is there anything that you wish you had done that you did not do while you were in the Coast Guard? Tanya. Is there anything that you did not do that you wish you had done while in the Coast Guard? Well, absolutely. Thank <laughs> you for asking. Hey, y'all remember that different. Like, that was my own original idea. I asked that. <laughs> I put that question out there first. It wasn't her. It was me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. 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 This is crazy. But when I when I graduated high school, I graduated in 1990. Okay. Um, we had this book, you know, it's our, um, kind of like a, um, scrapbook. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So at the very end it says, where do you see yourself in 20 years? So mm-hmm. I'd already know I was coming to the Coast Guard cause it was, um, delayed entry yeah. and I was coming to the Coast Guard and I put, I will be a chief corpsman on a ship in, uh, 
Hawaii. Let me tell you how how creepy this is. <laughs> my last, well, the unit I, I was at before I came here was at the uh, Coast Guard Academy. That's where I made chief. I called a detailer. He was, well, actually, he called me. He said, you know, he says, you haven't been on the ship. He says, so you're up. And I said, okay, I got it. <laughs> I said, all right. I said, you know, I had known him. We, we, we knew each other for a long time, you know. I was like, all right, so what what's available? And he gave me the rundowns. And I said, okay. I said, I'll take the rush out of Hawaii. <laughs> Now, mind you, uh, my son's biological father had come back into his life, and so I thought, okay, maybe I could do this. You know, he could watch my son. Then he started being a jerk, and I was like, I will not leave my son with this man. (laughs) So I had to call the detailer back and say, look, you know my situation. I want to do my shift because this is the final for me. This is my last unit. It would have been my last unit in the Coast Guard. My very last unit. And I was like, as a chief corpsman, to me, that's the ultimate to be able to run my own, you know, to this is my, I'm at this, I'm doc, you know, that was like the (laughs) icing on the cake for my Coast Guard career (laughs) as a corpsman, you know, so I was like, I was looking forward to it. And it's Hawaii. And it's Hawaii, right? Yes. So I had to call and say, look, you know, I can't. I, you know, I cannot leave him, my son, with, with, with his BF. That's what I call him, BF. I Not best friend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and BF can stand for a but, lot of things. In this case, biological father. Yes, Not that's best what friend. it's, biological father. <laughs> I can't leave him with him, you know, and I said, so what, do, do I have any other choices? And so, Norfolk and a few other places, I was like, I'll take Norfolk. And so I came down here to Norfolk, so... But that would have been my, um, yeah, that would have been my, my final. That was almost a perfect prediction though. Mm -hmm. Yep. It would have been my final tour. So that, and, or becoming a PA. Cause I went, I say I went to PA school and, um, I worked super hard to get there. I mean, I took classes in the middle of the day and then I would stand, um, when I was stationed in Yorktown, they allowed me to go to, I took leave every Thursday so I could do my lab, my class and my lab. Nice. Every Thursday. So I took leave every Thursday for two semesters straight so I can get my um, requirements. They knew it was for school. Mm-hmm. And they made you use leave? I, I offered it because oh, I okay. wanted to do it. I needed to do it. Okay. I didn't want them to say no. So I was gotcha. like, here's what I'm going to give you if you'll let me do this. And so I would work through my lunch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, so I got into PA school and um, I was able to go to PA school for, um, I was there for a year uh, my medical, I had some medical issues. My son started having medical issues because he was with my mother for a year. So mm-hmm. we were apart. And so I had to resign. Wow. That was like one of the hardest things too that I ever had to do in the Coast Guard. Dang. Resign from PA school because I wanted to be a yeah. PA. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so if, yeah, those are the things. Uh, I, I had gone back to PA school, I'd applied. And, but being that chief, being a chief and being able to go on that ship and just be doc. <laughs> I started on a ship. I would have ended on a ship. You really I started as an SA. I would have ended as a chief corpsman on a ship. And I would have had an opportunity to teach somebody who wanted to be a corpsman just like I was taught when I was an SA on the ship by the chief corpsman. So that would have been the ultimate for me. Yeah. So, yep, I did. I wanted to go back to a ship. Right. Well, but, well it was my time. And I accepted that because I hadn't been on. Look, I don't meet a lot of uh, people, women, uh, even Kosis that just want to be on a ship. So 
This is new. I wouldn't have asked for it, but he came to me. He said it was my time. I I was up for selection to go. So I was like, okay, I accepted that because... Like, again, I was not a whiner. I was not going to say, oh, well, I'm a single mom. I don't want to go. No, I'm a single mom. Let me, I got, you know, da, 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 da. You know, so I, I, it was my time. Somebody had to go. <laughs> well, so. Yes, but in this case, it wasn't you. It was not me. And it was for a reason. I got here. I met my husband. You know, we got married here. Right on. So. Look, good things happened. Absolutely. Hey. Is there <laughs> anything you would like to leave our audience with? I think I've given y'all a whole bunch of nuggets. Honestly. You dropped some gems. You did. I, I dropped you did. a few gems, so y'all just take all that. No, I'm <laughs> um, I would like to reiterate that she didn't brag nearly enough. Uh, <laughs> she, she actually has a, a Superman. I'm sorry, a Superwoman cape hanging up in here. She didn't even. <laughs> she didn't even acknowledge that. All right. What um, are you talking about? She's a whole superhero. No. Uh, I'm looking at a poster right now that says Ad- "Advocate, Educate, and Empower." You are something special to uh, a couple of people. It looks like. And that's why I said, yeah, you got a you got a superman, a superwoman cape in here, <laughs> and uh, you acting like you're not a hero. All right, Latanya, if you don't want to brag, I can't well, force look, you. <laughs> look, I'm I'm gonna say this. Um, <laughs> I, I've always been a helper. I've always been one to want to help people and serve people, and I believe that's why the Coast Guard was was the best choice for me. I wanted to be a doctor. That's me serving people. I wanted to be, you know, it gave me the opportunity to do that. I do it now. I do it now in my life because I want to. One thing I want to tell people is, look, it's your character that matters because, look. Um, it just it. started raining, y'all. If you hear any yeah. water in the background, I think it just started raining. It did. It's pouring out there. Right on. It, yeah. I mean, because it was so hot. Yes. And it was going to be even hotter when it's done. Oh, yeah, because it's just going to be steam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. Tanya. I did cut you off. My it's bad. all right. I know, look, you saw my face when I looked. It was like, okay, wait. Yeah, we were both surprised. Mm -hmm. It was like 80 degrees when I walked in here. And it's going to be 92 with all that steam. Exactly. (laughs) Good for your skin, right? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) A nice dewy glow. Well, I was saying, you know, it's your character that matters because it's the only one that you can control. You decide who you want to be. Don't let people decide for you. Just don't. No matter what you're doing. I don't care if you if you work at McDonald's. Don't let people decide who you're going to be based on their actions, their words. You know, be true to yourself. Um, <laughs> go for what you want. Barbie Nugent, all that other stuff. <laughs> Have it your way, like Burger King. <laughs> no. uh, but seriously, you. I mean, just just be you. Do you. Um, don't there. Don't let anybody tell you that you don't have a choice because you always have a choice. Right on. You always have a choice. I love it. The consequences of your choice should be what guides you <laughs> and what you decide to do, okay? Um, so if you want it to be a good, you know, I mean, sometimes you really don't have control of that either. You can make the right choice and still get a negative consequence. And unfortunately, that happens in the military more often than not. Yeah. They will promote the dirt bags and Girl. keep the good people Girl. on, you know, and dog the good people out. Who you telling? Yeah, I've yeah. seen it. It yeah. happens. Yeah. But don't let that deter you from doing what you need to do for you. You can't. Because you'll be sitting there on the sidelines watching life go by. If you let what other people do and don't do decide your moves. If my mother had given up with three of us, raising three of us, <laughs> where would I be? I get my strength from her. I love it. Single mom raising three kids. 
two boys. I'm the middle girl, and I got the most responsibility out of everybody. You're the only girl. Yeah. Yeah. It, it all on. fell on you. Yeah. <laughs> hey. So, you know, as they got in the weed, was doing what he gave her to me. <laughs> live your life. Live your truth. You know, don't let people tell you what to do. I mean, you, you don't let people tell you which way to go. Right on. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. It's not where you want to go. Pray <laughs> about that thing. Look. <laughs> Me and Jesus, we got a direct line of communication. Okay. Um, oh, is yeah. he on the main line? He is on the main line. Tell him what you want. Tell him what you want. That's right. <laughs> That's how I got through the military, honestly. My aunt. Uh, my aunt, my mama, all of them, but yeah. But that's about it. I could talk all day, girl. That's what's up. No, I can't, because I'm tired. I'm hungry. <laughs> so, uh, Chief told me she got some uh, Caribbean food at the home. I uh, sure do. So I'm going to go ahead and let her get to that. Chief, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for taking the time out. <laughs> look, we are complete strangers before this, but we are friends now. Absolutely. So, look, thank you, Chief. You, you got a friend. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for making space available. Uh, thank you for bringing your war stories and your other stories. Look, <laughs> you just hooked right. up this. This was a this was a great conversation. I'm glad I was able to have it with you. So Me thank you. Thank you for this. I appreciate you. I appreciate you doing this. You, sure. you keep doing it. Um, <laughs> and you know, you come across some sisters in the military that you know need some connections. I'm pointing in your direction. Not for real, I am so serious. Just let me know when they're coming because I don't answer calls. I don't know the number, <laughs> so they might get my voicemail. So just say, hey, uh, Latanya, I got so and so here. I call you. She, you want to talk about? Okay, that's fine. I am so serious about that thing. I'm gonna do don't it. Don't mind. I am so serious. I'm calling your bluff, Latanya. Do it. I'm se- I'm sending you somebody. Do it. Uh, Hey, yes. That's what I'm talking about. Maybe Village. Put my well, ain't no money involved here, but <laughs> you know, I, I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> but still, yeah, definitely do it. Um, that's because that's that's who I am. I, I I love to serve. I love to help. I, I want to like my my son educate advocate educate empower we in her office she she is a whole helper like for real in real life <laughs> <laughs> all right I'm gonna go ahead and uh, call it a day. Call it an interview. Call it a conversation. Thank you, and thank you, audience, for joining us today. And I'm going to let y'all go. Bye. Peace. And that concludes this episode of the Season Vet Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. And a special thank you to retired Chief Latanya Slate for sharing her story and taking the time to make this interview possible. Latanya is an education advocate who practices consulting with compassion. If you or a family you know has a student with special learning needs, give Latanya Slate a call at 757-776-8856. Now, if you are or know a Black Lady veteran who would like to sit down with me and be a part of this show, please email me at seasonvetpodcast at gmail.com, or you can call or text message me at 713-254-0970. You can also find, follow, and inbox me, the Season Vet, across all platforms of social media. At Real Season Vet on Twitter, at Season Vet Podcast on Instagram, at Season Vet Podcast on TikTok, at Season Vet on YouTube, Season Vet on Facebook. Y'all, I'm so out there, I'm even on Spoutable. That's at the Season Vet on Spoutable. Now, if you like what you heard, please like it, share it, rate it, and leave a good review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. And if you're hearing this episode on the day that it drops, then you're listening to it on the national holiday known as Beyonce's birthday. Today, the great Houston native turns 42 years old. So if you see her out and about today, remember, no, you didn't. (laughs) Thank you again for tuning in. 
And until next time, fall out.